Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 90 of Blah Blah Podcast. A long time coming, but here we are, and we are the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of movie and entertainment news. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Excuse me, Jason, I'm just dusting the cobwebs over here. Why, how long? You've been sitting there for like a month? Three weeks. That's close to a month. You haven't moved at all? No, I've been waiting for us to start recording. We haven't done it. How do you eat and survive? What do you do for sustenance? Catheter. Oh, okay. Uh, that, cool. No, Sean, that takes things out. No, no, no. Well, it, it, it goes out and it goes back in. Oh, I oh. see. And that other voice is Mr. Evan Moore. Hello, I'm back and I'm better than ever. Back, back in the New York groove. Dun, da, 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 I'm back. In the New York crew. And rounding out this crew is crazy, crazy Joe. Chris Holshoe. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Never mind. He's not here. He's working. Joe. Hey, I'm a crazy car dealer. My name's Crazy Jobo. And come on down and buy some cars. You remember nah. that place? Uh, remember that place near near Rowan in Deptford, Jersey, called the Dump? It was like that, like that uh, yeah. furniture place. Yeah. I just remember seeing the commercials on the TV back at college. It was like, come to the Dump. Yeah, remember Matt Blatt Auto? It looked like he sold sandwiches because there it was. Did you really? Yeah, it was good. Did you really? Yeah, I had a well, flat tire. I mean, Matt Blatt. He looked like he sold sub sandwiches because of his sign, <laughs> but he was a car dealer. That's great. And ladies and gentlemen, quick PSA before we get into today's episode, I just want to say, if any of our listeners have hit a snag in their life, I encourage you all to check out www b2rad.com for any legal protection and legal assistance with their help and their expertise you'll be ready to manage whatever comes your way that's www.b as in boy the number two rad.com sean you got that rundown i sure do Let's go down it. All right. Well, we've had a couple Twitter polls up uh, over the last couple of weeks that we haven't been able to get to. Um, let's start with the first one. Okay. We asked our fans, uh, what is your most anticipated movie of 2017? Um, and unfortunately, guys, uh, the results, we actually got a lot of uh, votes on this one. But uh, in fourth and last place was uh, with 8% Dunkirk. Um, <laughs> what was that? Can you say that a little louder? Dunkirk. Was I can't 8%. hear you. I said I Dunkirk was eight percent. Dunkirk. Dun Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes. That that uh, Christopher Nolan war movie. It yes, it sure is. Oh, what speaking of war movies, Dunkirk, Hacksaw Ridge. Well, we'll get to that in a second, buddy. I know. I'm just saying that was a war movie that came out. Mm. <laughs> is Andrew Garfield in Dunkirk? It's fantastic. <laughs> Dude. Speaking of war movies, uh, in third place Dunkirk. with with twenty one percent was Star Wars Episode Eight. Um, in second place done. with thirty three percent was Guardians of the Galaxy Two, and in first place the most anticipated movie of next year with thirty eight percent, Fifty Shades Darker. 
What? Sean, how many times did you vote? They only Sean, let, did you make like Sean, seven how many times, Sean, how many times did you vote on the poll? Evan, I, you, they only let you vote once, and my vote went to Dunkirk. Okay. Uh, you, what's, no, the, what's the fucking I, clock at now that we're talking about it? What's the fucking <laughs> clock at, Sean? I, I think... I think it was that uh, that that piece of shit smart ass reviews that voted so much for <laughs> for Fifty Shades. Um, piece of shit. That's his favorite film movie. Yeah, I'm sure. Film movie. Yeah, little little prick. Whoever he is, I don't know. <laughs> The uh, the other Twitter poll that we had, uh, we asked. Uh, this was uh, last week during uh, Thanksgiving. We asked, "What was what is the best Thanksgiving food?" Fifty um, Shades Dark. <laughs> <laughs> in first place 50 shades darker in last place was dunkirk <laughs> uh no in uh in last place with six percent was mashed potatoes uh 11 percent third place 11 percent pie so that encompasses mm, all pie. pie remember the remember wwf the music volume five with the rock singing pie that was a great song <laughs> um we have second place with 33 percent stuffing Mmm, stuffing. And in first place, no surprise, with 50% of the vote, turkey. Mm, turkey. Hell yeah. <laughs> I still got some leftovers in my fridge. How was your Thanksgivings, guys? Dude, made turkey Ooh, nice. salad after the Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, cut nice. up some celery, mix it with some mayo, chop up the turkey, and put it on a sandwich, a little bit of hot sauce, on a toasted, toasted roll. Oh my fucking God. Turkey salad sandwiches all around. Mm. turkey yeah thanksgiving was fine it was whatever yeah. i mean it was nice you know it's a nice holiday you eat a lot of food and you see your family yeah you pretty much hey i had my high school reunion the day after thanksgiving it was nice <laughs> That's the Did you really have song? your high school reunion already? I haven't had high school reunion. It was a five. It wasn't really an official reunion. It really, you had a. Oh, geez, that so. Oh, cool. But you went to a Catholic school. Yeah, and. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that it's like a, it's like it's different. Oh, from are we just backwards, school. backwards, huh? Catholics yeah, a bunch of farm back. people, you damn Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure: I do not have anything against Catholics or any other religion. It's um, a joke. I'm, I'm technically a confirmed Catholic. It's called it was, a joke. Get over it. It anyway. was just like a uh, thing. Some kids in my class were like, "Hey, let's all go to the bar. All two hundred something." Oh, that's not us. really a reunion. Yeah, but but it was cool. I saw some friends I hadn't seen in a while. So you just awesome. you just want to be a jerk off and call it a reunion, like oh, one of us my first school reunion. Like, come on. I'm glad you had fun, Joe. I'm not a cynic like Evan. Thanks, Jason. I'll, I'll go see Dunkirk with you and not Evan. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and what's the other poll, Sean? I, I just did the other poll. So we had the two oh, I polls. I thought you said there was three. No, Sorry. I only said two. Um, nope, you said two, Jason. You're wrong. <laughs> wrong. God damn it. All right. I quit. Wrong. Goodbye. Um, wrong. But if you want, uh, uh, Evan was talking about it, the uh, countdown clock. We'll, we'll go to the Fifty Shades Darker countdown clock. Um, we're mm -hmm. at 72 days. So it's it's starting to come, come close. Um, Insert ticking noise here. <laughs> and I, I actually have oh, a new... It's a bomb. I have a news story uh, relating to the the countdown clock as well. It made the I'm just gonna I'm just gonna zone out for thirty <laughs> seconds while you tell this story. Well, Evan, do you remember in the movie the uh, the penthouse that uh, Christian Grey takes Anastasia to? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. I'm in, ignoring this. <laughs> the uh, the penthouse in Seattle that he flies the helicopter to. Oh, I thought you said pet house. I'm thinking of like cute doggies. <laughs> no. Like, what, is he ever chained up on a little thing? And she's like, don't ever hit me again. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I remember the penthouse. What is it for sale? 
Actually, it was recently sold for eight million dollars. Oh, oh yeah. the the actual penthouse that they uh, filmed in for the movie. Does it does it come equipped with Xbox room? I mean, uh, <laughs> sex dungeon. Is this is this where you play your Xbox games? <laughs> I'm so innocent. Uh, um, I've never even kissed a they, boy. Don't they still need the house for like the other movies for like? No, Julio, we don't want to make out with you. <laughs> I don't know. I. I don't know if if they. I mean, they could always just get a new penthouse. The guys. I mean, he's but rich enough. Continuity, Sean. Eh, whatever. No, I mean it's not oh. that big a deal. But uh, hey, Sean. Hey, Sean. It is to you, what? though, Sean. Sean, guess what? Hmm? Nobody gives a fuck about Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> oh. Nobody here, other than you, cares. I don't know, Evan. Did you see that Twitter poll that we put up? Uh, yeah, because you voted on it ten times. <laughs> All right, what's next? I don't care. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, why don't you, uh, you... You saw uh, a movie over the past weekend. Um, yeah. The new Harry Potter movie. Oh, yeah. The new... Uh, Ready, Ready Edmane. Fantastic Beasts. Freddie Redmayne? Freddie Freddy Redmayne. Eddie, Eddie Edmane. Eddie Edmane? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I saw Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and it was okay. Wasn't bad. Wasn't good. Some may say this is think this is an insult, but in my eyes, it was the Amazing Spider-Man of the Potterverse. And it, here goes Jobo's rant. Well, I disagree with that. I thought it was. was way, I thought it was good. I really. Oh, you, enjoyed you it. saw it? Yeah, I did see it. I thought it was good. I enjoyed well, it. Yeah, good. I, I thought fun, it was good too. But fun little I time at the great. movies. I, I certainly wouldn't put it near that that piece of crap. Amazing Spider-Man. Well, when I say that, I mean Amazing Spider-Man One wasn't terrible, but it felt uh, manufactured. Yeah. Uh, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 Amazing Spider-Man I, Two was terrible. No, I prefer Two to One. Really? Uh, no. I yeah. Two is much worse than One. No, one is just at, a, least, at least Two was fun. One is I just prefer, a, a forgettable. I prefer movie. Spider-Man One and Two. Over anything, but go ahead. Did you guys hear that Nickelback song at the end of Spider-Man One? Yeah, it's like your favorite song. Something about a hero can save us, and I'm not gonna take you away or something. I don't know. That's the exact words. How'd you know that? I I guess I'm just a psychic. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, Fantastic Beast. I liked it, but it just kind of felt like manufactured in my eyes, you know. And there was like a lot of things going on. Like you had Newt, aka Eddie Redmayne, trying to find his escaped creatures and then you had this whole other subplot that was like developing before your eyes which ended up being cool but then there was like i'm not I'm not going to spoil it that much but it was like a scooby-doo-esque reveal at the end which kind of made me chuckle it was old and, man uh, jenkins the whole time jenkins <laughs> and um uh the, the one scene that really sticks out in my mind though it's it's so weird but like uh Ezra Miller is in it, and for those who don't know, Ezra Miller is the new actor who's playing the movie version of The Flash. He was also in Perks of Being a Wallflower, a few other indie movies as well. But he played um, uh, another how, character. How like, fast does he run? Uh, he's extremely slow in this movie. I don't know if he's going to be The Flash. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, but he plays like a uh, an orphaned boy in this movie who has like a dark secret. And at one point, something sets him off, and he starts crying. But I don't—I didn't notice any tears in his eyes. But he kept spitting as he was crying. And I'm were like, any mouth Who open? Does it? <laughs> what? I said, were Nothing any mouth talk. open? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just remember Jesus that. Jesus yeah, Christ! Was, I'm not making that up. That is one. Joe, you can back me up. That is 100% true. I actually uh, missed that part. But <laughs> no, I remember watching that. I was like, oh my god. 
But uh, it was a good movie. Uh, I don't know how they're going to stretch us out to five films, but I'd give it a I, six out of ten. What about you? I would. I mean, I think they're going more of a route. And you, when you uh, anyone sees the movie, you'll kind of know what, what I'm saying here with that. They're going in a certain direction with it. But in my mind, I wouldn't mind seeing like, because you know, Newt's the kind of guy, and they they kind of you know talk about. He's a guy who travels the world. He goes on all these different adventures. He collects these monsters and beasts and whatnot. And I wouldn't mind seeing like a. Not necessarily an Indiana Jones esque thing, but something where it's like akin to that or James Bond, where each movie is kind of a different adventure of his. Well, and the next like, one's going to be in Paris, so maybe that won't be. It's a it's a multi universe like Marvel. Joe, did, I, did you say his, Did you say his name's Newt? Yeah, Newt Scamander. Is it the same character from Alien that got a sex change? <laughs> nope. that's a real stretch, Sean. <laughs> nope. Come on, man, you're better than that. Uh, you know what really bothers me about Fantastic Beasts being out is she wrote the J.K. Rowling, who's a fantastic author, wonderful and woman. She she wrote she's a beast. She's great. Um, she wrote the screenplay to this movie, but then she fucking put the screenplay out as a book. It's like J.K. Rowling. <laughs> every time you write like a, a stage play or a screenplay, you don't need to release it as a book in the Harry Potter it's series. Like she, she has like a compulsion to do that. She's it's like, like needs to be I don't know. I don't know why we need the because sc- screenplays and 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 stage plays don't read well. They never read as books ever, a- right. and it, it sucks to have that because I'm sure that um, the Cursed Child was probably a good play, but but it was unbearable to sit through or to read through because it, it just i hated it I, I, the more i think about it, the more i hate it if Yulia's there she's gonna jump in no but she's, I, she's i'm away. so fucking tired of her having this like anything that she writes and works on needs to be released as a book as part of the potter series it doesn't I, need I think to be she's worried i think part of the worry is that you know if it's not in the book form then like how are people going to know it's canon with the book? But but here's the thing with the cursed child, there were continuity errors, big stark continuity errors, because they get spoilers for cursed child. I guess they go back in time to to Goblet of Fire, and and the dialogue from Goblet of Fire and some of the events are completely wrong. I actually opened up my copy of Goblet of Fire and compared them. I'm like, this is just plain out fucking wrong. So, so it's she's like George like, R. R. Martin and doesn't remember her past work. Kind of, and it's it's just really annoying to me. Like I was, I was in, I was in Border or Barnes and Noble because Borders doesn't exist. I was in Barnes. Where were you? In two thousand four, I was in Barnes and Noble, and I saw Fantastic Beasts Where to Find Them. And I know that that was a book that she wrote in the mid early two thousands. Yeah, like a little. It's like a a little novella to go along with the Harry Potter books to hold people over, and it's like. Oh, I guess they put it in, in in a hardcover form, and I pick it up, and it's like fantastic reason where to find them. Screenplay from the new movie by J.K. Rowling. I'm like Jesus fucking Christ! I'm not gonna read it. I'm just I I'm done. I, I, the it's Harry Potter movie. series is seven fucking books, and they're perfect. And I don't yeah. need to read the goddamn screenplay for a movie. I'm sorry, thought, J.K. Rowling. I love you, but I don't like this screenplay stage play thing. I thought it, it again. It was just a fun little movie. I liked the um. I forget the actor's name. He's the guy from uh, Balls of Fury. Um, Christopher Walken. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Dan Fogler, who he's John the um, yeah. oh he played uh, Kowalski, right? He yeah, was my favorite. He, he was a great character. Like I like awesome. characters in this. Um, yeah, the script I think needed a little, maybe a little more polish, and you know I can see why someone would think it was like a little formulaic. Uh, I just but don't I, think I she's thought a it good, was fun. 
I don't think she writes. I mean, she writes great novels, but I don't know how well she really writes for the stage and screen yet. Maybe she's kind of polishing off. She's a character author. I mean, she builds characters that are just so, right. so memorable and so rich and real. And so it doesn't surprise me that the characters are great yeah. and the story is a little choppy. Like I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Mm. All right, but it was good. Well, Joe, what would you give it out of ten? Uh, five, five bags and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe two, no, one large, uh, Fantastic Beasts, uh, Cinemark Collector's Cup. Mm. All right. Well, uh, Evan's been pressuring us to talk about Hacksaw Ridge. So I guess, Evan, why don't you, I, I, why don't you tell us how you thought about Hacksaw Ridge? Uh, I am a huge fan of Mel Gibson, even though he's a crazy person, crazy, mean, evil, anti-Semite. I really like his movies. Um, and I really, and except for Passion of the Christ and Apocalypto, that those were terrible <laughs> movies. But um, I really thought Hacksaw Ridge was a good movie. Uh, I, I saw it with friends who hated it. I mean, absolutely fucking were like, that sucked. I can't believe I wasted two and a half hours. I'm like, really? Did we watch the same movie? I thought it was really good. Uh, uh, I really have a brand new respect for Andrew Garfield. Oh my God. I hated him in Spider-Man. I hated him as Spider-Man. That guy can fucking act. He really is a great actor. He looks good in uh, Scorsese's new film, Silence. Yeah. It, it, like, I'm not even kidding around, but Andrew Garfield is, like, seriously, a, he's a great actor. Um, it's a Mel Gibson movie. It's overly religious. It's it's self-indulgent. It's overly violent. And it's corny as hell. But if you know that going into it, it's it's, like, a fun – not fun, but it's almost like a fantasy film in a way. Uh, glorifying this this really great true story, I recommend it to people who like movies like Braveheart. Um, but if you're not a Mel Gibson fan, I would stay away. Um, I really want to see it, Evan. But I you... I really I really liked is is someone who enjoys film. I thought it was very well done, very well shot. What did you think of Vince Vaughn? I first off when he showed up, I giggled, and then I immediately and then I immediately forgot it was Vince Vaughn. I actually thought he did really well in the movie, and I'm not a huge Vince Vaughn fan at all. And I think he played that character pretty pretty well. He took himself very seriously, and I think that he did a good job. I, I was surprised to see him show up, but I was kind of glad that he was there for the most I part. Know, I movie. still think he was slightly miscast in that role, but uh... I, I, I guess I think Vince Vaughn is slightly miscast in anything he's in, but. Especially Psycho. Vaughn. Oh, let's not talk about that. Um, for for a Vince Vaughn performance, I thought he did pretty well. I, I I enjoyed I enjoyed the movie as a whole. I I enjoyed the gory, horrible violence as well as the genuine romance and the the crazier, bigger aspects of the movie. The the overly religious Christian stuff. I mean, even though to to me it's very corny and, and unnecessary, it was it fit well in a movie setting and. On top of that, Hugo Weaving plays a drunk, and that was awesome. So mm. recommend Hacksaw Ridge, but just know you're in for a Mel Gibson film. So would you say that Mel Gibson was a hack? Saw Ridge? Yeah. Ridge! Sure. Hey, Evan, I got a surprise for you. Dun, 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 dun. What is it? One second. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, is this that Spider-Man song? Don't play again? dumb, Evan. No, I didn't know what it was at first. What do you want from me? All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Man, Chad Kroger really looks like Adam Driver. <laughs> He's God. also in the um, with Andrew Garfield in the Scorsese movie, all skinny. Yeah. So, like, Scorsese had his De Niro era and then DiCaprio era. 
and now he's having his Andrew Garfield, Adam Driver era. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I, I'm telling you, man, I I never liked Andrew Garfield, and I was iffy about him starring in Hacksaw Ridge. Well, and let's after be honest. seeing it, after I seeing it, everyone. I I thought he was the, really the, great. The trailer made him look goofy as hell, like almost like a and Forrest he, Gump. Yeah, sort his voice reminds me of Michael Jackson. And he's not Thank goofy everyone. as hell in the movie at all. He's really, really good. And and what's what I find, I mean, maybe ironic, funny, I don't really know what the word is here, is A, he's British, and B, he's Jewish. And working with Mel Gibson, I, I think he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel asked him, was like, how was it working with Mel Gibson? He's like, look, it's all in the past. Yeah, whatever happened, happened. But he's a good director, and he really brought out a, a great performance. And, and I believe that. I am no fan of Mel Gibson as a person, but he the way that he brought out this character in Andrew Garfield, along with Andrew Garfield's own natural talent. I mean, this, this movie yeah. was really well made. It just felt like it was a bigger picture than what I'm used to seeing in movies. I don't know. I I, I, I really recommend it, but just know what you're in for is the because I think you know my what? friends were shocked by it. They didn't they didn't they weren't expecting it to be so Mel Gibson. Mm. You, you know what's uh, funny though is Andrew Garfield is British, but he was born in Los Angeles. So oh, really? Like, yeah, he's like kind of not. <laughs> so he could run for president if he wanted to. He could, yeah. yeah. Well, do you guys remember that scene in The Amazing Spider-Man Two where he's at the convenience store and he stops a robber and he's sick, and then the guy's like, "Hey, you're Spider-Man." Like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> I, I'm Spider-Man. You remember in Amazing Spider-Man 1 when he's making his costume and he makes his eyes out of, like, sunglass lenses? <laughs> he looked like Green Man, except he was red from Always Sunny. Do you remember uh, the part where uh, after Uncle Ben told him with great things comes great stuff? Um, and, then, uh, <laughs> and then he's, like, yelling at Peter, and Peter's like, How dare I? No, how dare you? <laughs> and then he left and he smashed the glass and then didn't get chocolate milk. And then his uncle had to die for it. Yeah, the oh. chocolate, the, the cashier didn't want to give him the chocolate milk over a penny. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, you know. Well, and Uncle you know, Ben died over chocolate milk and a penny. Well, now Uncle Ben died because of the currency system of America. If Bernie Sanders, <laughs> then, you know. Well, technically, it's racist, sexist, xenophobic, Islamophobic, and just downright patriarchal the way that our money system works. All right, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Speaking anyway, of... see ha- see Hacksaw Ridge. It's it's if you know what it is and you're kind of in for a, a I don't even want to say corny, but it's very it's it's a movie. It doesn't feel real a lot of time except for the brutal war stuff. Um see it. See know, it. Check it out I'd rather yourself. I'd rather cut off my arm with a hacksaw than watch Andrew Garfield. <laughs> All right. You'd be surprised. All right. What's next? I do want to see it. All right. Speaking of money, let's talk Star Wars. Um, We're in the money. We're in the money. money. Kodak uh, and director of Star Wars Episode Nine, Colin Trevorrow, who is the greatest living director of our time. Uh, He's. uh, They've announced that uh, Star Wars Episode. According to everyone. Oh fuck off. (laughs) They've. He's announced that um, Episode Nine. Plans to be shot on 65 mil- millimeter film, very much like the new Christopher Nolan movie Dunkirk. Oh, Dunkirk! What? What's Dunkirk? It, we we talked about this earlier, Jason. It's it's. I it's... forgot. Say the name again to jog my memory. Dunkirk. <laughs> oh, Dunkirk. Okay. Yes. Um. So yeah, he's uh he's he's up in the ante because uh, all the other I believe uh, episode seven was shot on 35. 
Uh, they're doing the same thing with episode eight, and now they're going even wider format. So, I feel like film is making a comeback. Yes, thank you, George Good. Lucas, for ruining film and then, you know, bringing it back. Because Star Wars Episode Two is the first film shot completely on digital, mm-hmm. and everyone went, Ugh, "It looks like I mean, garbage." Because it does for look all the garbage. flaws. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for all the flaws Episode One had, at least it had sets and props, and it looked, yeah. you know, looks a little more lived in and I've, authentic. I have, I have come to realize that Episode One is is a probably. From a filmmaking standpoint, a better film than two and three, just yeah. because it had sets and effort put into it. You know what I mean? And yeah, and uh, honestly, if you never heard of Star Wars in your life, you could just watch that movie at all. Uh, I mean, just that, just that one, since it was so standalone and like not really need, even need to know the other ones. Yeah, Episode One is a. We- I don't want to get into this too deep in the weeds because we'll talk forever, or I'll talk forever. But I, I've come to I've come to view episode one as a little more in tune with classic Star Wars than it was with two and three. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that until recently because we've talked about this so much. But like I just everyone started, has. Yeah. I started to realize now it's like that one really does feel more like Return of the Jedi than it does Attack of the Clones. Hey, before we see Rogue One in a few weeks, you guys want to watch Phantom Menace? Actually, no, yeah, really. I'm always down to watch oh. Phantom Menace. Just Evan, we'll Clones watch up. it. We'll watch it. Just you and me. Yeah, I, just, I just won't watch Attack of the Clones. Sean, you want to watch the Christmas special with me? Yes. Yes, I it's do. It's called the it's holiday good. special, you idiot. Oh, Sean, you know you what? Watch Fifty Shades of Grey. I got it for you Whip, on Blu-ray. Whipster. 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 Can you, can you Whip, name Whip, Chewbacca's Whipster. family members, Evan? No, because yeah. I can. Lumpy is Chewbacca's father. I think no, Lumpy's his son, Lumperoo, and then Mala is his wife, and then his grandpa. I don't know, but he he likes watching weird, weird videos. You know what? what the best part about that is they talk for a solid fifteen minutes, and there are no subtitles. And for like, and for a solid fifteen minutes, it's. <laughs> like, Do you guys want to have a whole episode is, like that? Is Tim <laughs> Allen here? What the fuck is going <laughs> Oh, we need to put him in the Christmas special. And I'm sure <laughs> they still had 30 million people watch it too back in the 70s. And everyone or, was like, "What the fuck?" Or, or we was, can recut all of the Star Wars movies, but anytime a Wookiee talks, we put in Tim Allen. <laughs> 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 and, hey Chewy, and, uh, what's up? That was right after Ooh. Mark Hamill had his unfortunate car accident. Yeah, and he looks like a face Ken look- doll. Yeah, he <laughs> looks so weird. Carrie Fisher's all stoned out. The only Harrison Ford just phoning it in. It's hey, so you had an affair. Yeah, was, was she, were they humping at that point? He, no, I they were humping so. during the first movie. <laughs> they were, were they no, humping at that point? They, it, it, like she revealed, it was all over the fucking news that she revealed that during the filming of the first movie when she was like nineteen and he was like thirty. They were getting it on. Like, That's crazy. He was married the... with two kids at the time. What an yeah. ass. And they were having an affair on the set of the first Star Wars. I'm sorry. That's that crazy. Harrison Ford had a comment on it. I, I didn't feel like reading it because I was annoyed. Yeah, Harrison Ford's comment was, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I, don't I don't care. Shit. I'm, I'm fucking Harrison Ford. Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, like that. I forget what I was gonna say. <laughs> you just made a Wookiee noise. You were like, <laughs> What's okay, next, I, I remember we all watched it. I don't know if you guys were there. Uh, I think you might have been, Evan. We were watching it. We couldn't get past the uh, the B. Arthur scene. 
Like no. at that point, we were just like, all what, right. Which turn B. It Arthur off. scene? Is it the whipster? Because that's where I always No, go. that's Harvey Corman. B. Arthur is the cantina owner. Oh, yeah, where she's yeah, singing. But, and I, I yeah. try to erase that from my mind because it ruins the main theme of Star Wars because they give it lyrics. And I, I actually have successfully forgotten it. But I usually go out of it when you get to Harvey Corman with the whipster. That's where I go. I'm really done. Too. I, I still haven't seen how it ended. I know, like, Leia sings a song. But... Oh, which is another, which is another, um, no, that's where they put the lyrics to the main theme. She, she, B. Arthur put the lyrics to the Cantina song, but she's, she does this whole fucking song and she's all just glazy eyed and high on Coke. And you're like, this is so bad. Well, there's a bunch of Wookiees just standing and around. <laughs> I, I really hope that Rogue One ends with a sing along. I think that would be the <laughs> best way to end it. Star Wars should. <laughs> Uh, anyway, moving on. Speaking of uh, Rogue One, <laughs> <laughs> Lucasfilm head Kathleen Kennedy was asked in a recent interview if they have any plans past Episode Nine, uh, and she responded by saying, "Quote: Wait, wait, can I guess what her answer was? What? Of course, it makes money. No, no, her, her answer was money. <laughs> <laughs> no, because she said absolutely because we're just gonna milk these suckers dry until they stop spending money on it, and then we're gonna take over another franchise and milk that dry too." Uh, her actual quote was, uh, that's, <laughs> that's a conversation uh, going on right now. I, I, I have honestly, I have to honestly tell you, could we do nothing but standalones? Sure. But I don't know. We are looking at that and all, um, that's, do you guys want to know a fun fact about Kathleen Kennedy? She's actually the second cousin of John F. Kennedy and Ted Kennedy and Robert Kennedy. Really? And uh, there was, yeah. And there was an assassination attempt on her life. Oh she my was God. actually, yeah, she was riding through, um, Dallas and somebody pointed a gun out of the, 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 the Texas, uh, book depository, but there was also a shooter on the grassy knoll. <laughs> oh, uh, no, <laughs> I'm making all of this up. <laughs> You're all a bunch of wrong with you. What is wrong with you? I don't care about anything anymore. I'm so like I, I I was so this whole thing this relates with um Star Wars Seven Force Awakens. I was very excited and I was really caught up with it. And after I stepped back from it and more importantly watched the South Park episode about it, I realized that I was just like a fucking sheep and I was just caught up in this marketing scene. I still like the movie. Fine, I think it's a great movie. I, I kind of want to get the new Blu-ray re-release but, that's coming out soon. But to be yeah. honest with you, it's sorry, like, out, Jason. It's it's oh. almost like they oversaturated the mar. They blew their load with the first movie. They uh-huh. oversaturated the toys and the marketing and the the coffee mugs and the blankets and the, the slippers, the toasters, the alarm clocks. It's like you know what, guys? You I, I was so into this and you actually wore me out. Like one movie into this twenty film franchise, you have planned to rape for the next. 25 years so i like i i kind of wish it was a little more subtle and mm-hmm. that's kind of why i'm really not gung-ho about rogue one it's i'm i'm at star wars fatigue right now it, this was like so last year was all the hype and now i'm just like oh another star wars joy all right well, I, I, money. I, I personally don't mind it as long as it's a not a reboot like a straight up reboot like, I think we all are in agreement of that. And B, as long as the stories they tell are good. Like, I don't care if it's, you know, a sequel. I don't care if they, 
you know, take certain risks or whatnot with the characters. As long as they're giving me a good story, then that's all that matters. You think they're going to put a really dirty sex scene with that actress in the Rogue One? No, Evan. <laughs> She's really hot. I'd like to see she her. She is. Maybe Go to the, her and Daisy the Ridley should meet up. Sicko. Oh, hey, what's up, Sean? Get some HLA going. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. <laughs> yeah. okay. I mean, that uh, actress. They have a thing for like really hot British girls in Star Wars. Yeah. Like, her and Daisy cast... Ridley. Yeah, Anthony Our Anthony Daniels and, and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie, F- well, Carrie oh, Fisher was Je- coming to talking. I knew I recognized your foul stench when I came on board. <laughs> Completely British. It's like, oh, all right, more British kind of, I guess. George you know, is not like, British. That's all. George was like, oh, that's a good take. Let's. <laughs> oh, that's a good take. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you're doing. And she's like, you know, that? And, then, and then she was like, is that good, George? Did I do a good job doing my lines? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, do a little more British. And she's like, coming to talking. I knew it. <laughs> That was that one, George. Was that good? Was that a good take, George? Somebody's got to save our skins. You know who's not British? Harrison. Tim Allen. <laughs> no, he's like, uh? can we agree that Carrie Fisher is kind of a terrible actress? Well, we knew, yeah, we knew that. Fisher. Fisher. Dead Fred. I've never said that out loud before, but she kind of said she had a funny scene in Blues Brothers when the her role in Blues Brothers, where she's like hunting them down and trying to murder them. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that's when she's playing Carrie Fisher. She's cool when she's like a badass tough chick. Like Leia in the set in Empire Strikes Back was a lot better than Leia in Star Wars because she was the damsel in distress. Come on, talking like all that bullshit. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? It's like, oh come on. But when she was like, is your lucky? Yeah, but when she was a little more like rough and gruff and kind of talked like like Carrie Fisher and not like how George wanted Princess Leia to talk, you know, like she was kind of cooler. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I kind of liked her better. In- well, at that I point in ep- uh, episode five, a lot a lot of those characters were fleshed out a little more. Luke Thank was a little because really, uh, if you watch Star Wars again, and I mean it's a perfect movie, sure, but the acting from the three mains like luke is a little whiny bitch harrison ford's kind of just i gotta go on the moisture farm you wanted to go in the station that was his debut line and then and then you have harrison ford who's kind of just like a cocksucker carrie fisher doesn't really know (laughs) how to read lines and then like irvin kershner really made them all into better actors in the second movie but There's something interesting that I saw with uh, A New Hope. Um, you guys remember the scene? It's in like the special editions now. They included it where Luke reunites with uh, Biggs mm-hmm. at the, uh, the X-Wing. And then uh, like he's talking to Red Leader. And Red Leader's like, you sure you can do this? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, well, the, in the original deleted scene, Red Leader's talking to Luke. And he's like, I flew with your father. He was a good man. You'll be fine. And then they took out the part where he's talking about his flying with his father and how they do that is they mask a cut because it's one shot they mask the cut by cg'ing somebody walking by the frame (laughs) so it goes like you sure you're okay with this yes person walks by you'll be fine you know what (laughs) i bet you that came straight from rick mccollum i'm sure you know it's so dense what is it with ricks (laughs) Anyway, um, basically, uh, so as we were talking about with Kathleen Kennedy, she was saying that they do have a meeting scheduled in January once uh, Rogue One comes out and they can look at all the receipts. And I guess they're basically, they're not booking this out Marvel style uh, years and years and years in advance. They're kind of just, 
they're going to do the, the, the three episodes and the couple uh, standalones and then see what happens. Yeah, the next standalone is the Han Solo one, but that's already going to be a trilogy. Maybe. We'll which, see. Which irks me to no end. Mm. Yeah, we know. All right. Moving on. Uh, still in Star Wars land. Uh, Rolling Stone. Uh, they came out with a list of the top 50 best Star Wars characters of all time. Number one's Luke. Well, No, number one's definitely Darth Vader. No, that was ruined in one through three. <laughs> all right. He so. would have been the best character had they not destroyed his backstory. <laughs> no, sure, man, that's the top Anakin. 10. I have the top 10 right here. So do you guys want to take a guess of who is number one? We got uh, no, start one, with Darth 10, Vader. Start with 10. Start with 10. Well, I'll tell you who, if you if you're right with number one. Well, number we one get... is Darth Vader. He's everywhere. Han Solo, uh, Luke Skywalker. All right. Well, one of you are correct. Um, number one, the best Star Wars character ever, is Han Solo. Yay! Um, well, they must have not liked I... Episode Seven. What do I win? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I'll give you some free butter. How about that? Ooh. <laughs> butter. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so I'm not going to go through the whole list because it's. I think Let's number give us the top ten. Yeah, the number. I think like Wado was in there, and it's just like it's not worth it. Oh, Annie. <laughs> Ooh, I'm a stereotype. <laughs> anyway. No one else has a power converter. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Credits will do just Your fine. Jedi mind oh. tricks do not work on so me. So let's not Credits search anywhere else. Anywhere no, they the, won't. <laughs> and let's not search anywhere else on this fucking planet and just go with the one guy and then just risk everything. <laughs> Uh, what did Plinkett say? He's like, wait a minute. If this guy is resistant to the force, why doesn't the emperor just hire an army of him? <laughs> yeah, but for real. Right, give us a top uh, All right. Number 10, uh, Darth Maul. Okay. What? Uh, he he has awesome. Come on. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um, number 10, Darth Maul. Number 9, Lando Calrissian. Okay. All right. Hello. Number what eight, Newt, Newt Gunray, Viceroy Gunray. <laughs> we are also law. <laughs> no, I don't think oh, any... Did you die? <laughs> I don't think any of them are on here. Um, right. Number eight. <laughs> number eight, Obi-Wan Kenobi. What? That should be two. Well... Even with what? the prequels. What's that thing Obi-Wan says in episode two? He turns his head, he's like, what? All like, inquisitively... <laughs> Uh, no, but I know the third party is trying to cover his laughter while he's saying slaughtering younglings. Younglings. <laughs> 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 What's number seven? Wait, wait, remember what Plinkett said in uh, the episode three review? He was like, uh, the only kid who talks in this movie dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number seven is R2-D2. Cool. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, Evan, Luke Skywalker. I'm oh, gonna... I gotta go to Tashi Station. Uh, really? Six? If Count Dooku's above him, I swear to God. Or oh, Jango. You know or what? Boba Fett. Boba Fett's gonna be above Luke. That's bullshit, man. I'm sorry. Luke should be number one. Luke is the best character in the whole fucking movie. I'm and... really I'm really curious now to see uh where well, uh... it's five. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm looking at the the actual the whole list right now. Let me. Let Sean, me did see. you reread? Luke? Did you misread the whole list? He's like, oh, sorry, I've been going backwards. Han oh, no. Solo is at the bottom, and then we're like, rabble, 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 rabble. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I really wanted to s- see where Count Dooku was. He's number thirty-one. 
Okay. He shouldn't even be on that list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's number five? Number five is Princess Leia. Okay. Uh, number four, Yoda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do Yoda as Tim Allen? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, Tim the Taylor. <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor, I am. Mm-hmm. Toolman Tim Taylor, I am. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Joe. My wife is mad at me. Mm-hmm. Jobo, can you do Yoda at 7 <laughs> Eleven? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number number three is Boba Fett. What? Oh. Come on. Oh, no. Remember how cool he was in Return of the Jedi? You guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, back when back when he had his like pirate voice before they put Tamora Morrison's voice in there. <laughs> you mean the man who hacked the DNC? <laughs> yes. No, but like remember like the original versions, like Boba Fett has kind of like a pirate voice. Like, what yeah. if he doesn't survive? Like, yeah, he was a cool character. And then they went, "What if he doesn't survive?" Uh, oh, and number two uh, is Vader, and number one is Han Solo. Am I correct? Number two is Jar Jar. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Number two is Darth Vader, and number one's Han Solo. So uh, I, I'm really uh, upset that they put Luke that far down. Luke should yeah, at least be top dumb. three. Like the fact that Boba Fett is above Luke Skywalker is really bullshit. Luke Skywalker God. is the central point of the fucking three movies, and he's, he's, and he's, Boba Fett's a background character. He comes full circle, Luke Skywalker. He starts out, you know, whiny but wanting more out of life, and then he gets it, redeems his father, and helps to save the galaxy. He's, he should be number one. It should be one Luke Skywalker, two Han Solo, three Darth Vader, four Obi Wan, five Princess Leia, and then six you can have. Jesus, uh, Boba Fett, I guess. <laughs> but I, w- I would put, oh my God, what about the fucking Emperor? I'd put the Emperor at six. Oh, let me find out uh, where he and is. Power. And also, like, that's, you, you that's a bullshit me... list, dude. I'm sorry. That's a complete. Wait, bullshit. was this Entertainment Weekly? Rolling, no, Stone. It was Rolling Stone. That makes sense. Yeah, Their lists are always bullshit. Now, uh, now, Sean, you mean to tell me that Darth Maul was ranked higher than C3PO and Chewbacca? Yes. Darth Maul was ranked higher than the Emperor. The Emperor, I just, I, I'm looking at it right now. He's number 17. Give me a fucking what? break. On the Who's next above top, him? What prequel characters are above him? All right, Sean? you want to know? Number 16, yeah, Mace Windu. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sith Lord. Oh, uh, the, the repression of the Sith will never return. You all like this one. Number number 12, Greedo. Uh, when Greedo doesn't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> he's he's above the Emperor. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Where you know, the, Emperor, the Emperor makes Return of the Jedi. You all know that, right? Like, that movie would be nothing if not for good. The prequels wouldn't be anything the without the Emperor. Through you. <laughs> Episode 3 would be nothing without the Emperor. Do you want to know who the, the Emperor just narrowly beat out for number 18? Who? The Sarlacc Pit. Okay. What? Honestly, what I'm not, I'm not, no. <laughs> okay, so here's the message to Rolling Stone. Dear Rolling Stone... Fuck your stupid fucking face. <laughs> because that's absolute bullshit. I will do a top. I'm going to do a top 10 right now. Number one. I'm going to say it again. Number one, Luke Skywalker. Two, Vader. Three, Han Solo. Four, Obi-Wan. Five, Princess Leia. Six would be the Emperor. Seven would be C-3PO. Oh, no, R2-D2, then C-3PO. Chewbacca. And then I guess you can throw in there for good measure someone from the prequels. Like, no love for Yoda? Yoda? What about Yoda? Oh, Obi-Wan. Yoda would be 10, and then Lando would be 11. Done. Done. Fucking done. What about, I'm smarter uh, than Rogue What about Dexter Jetster? Get that. I bet you he's higher than the Emperor. Oh, let me find <laughs> out. 
And, and Sean, tell me what Chewbacca and C-3PO are. Cloners, those cloners. Uh, C-3PO is number 11, so he just barely missed okay. out on the top 10. At least he's right there. Chewbacca is number 14. Oh, my God. And who's above him? Is Greedo's oh. above him? Yeah. Said? How's Greedo above fucking Chewbacca? <laughs> <laughs> this is like the most bullshit list. I can't believe <laughs> Boba Fett is three. Oh, three. he said some things. He had it's three so fucking cool lines. Looking. Evan, he, he, Evan, guess who number 20 is? Dexter Jetster. Dexter Jetster? No, Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Did you hear how Lucas got that name? Wasn't it like a bib for his baby for tuna? Can we, can we please not talk about this bullshit list? Who feeds ba- Hang on, Jason. Bad. Who feeds yeah. a baby tuna other than George Lucas? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Uh, tw- twenty-two is General Grievous. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twenty-five is Salacious Crumb. Who the hell? Who is does that? he beat out? What? 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 Does he beat out Wedge Antilles? I bet. Yeah, I don't even see him in here. Why is it Wedge on the list? He survived two Death Stars. Uh, the Rancor is number thirty. But these aren't characters; they're creatures. <laughs> Mon hey, Mothma, thirty-three. Creatures are characters too, you racist. Oh, it's like hmm, if we're going off of living in organisms. You know who my favorite Lord of the Rings character is? Uh, that that rock back there. That, a good <laughs> rock. And that tree, not Treebeard. No, Treebeard's <laughs> number fifty. But the 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 the, the non sentient tree is number three. Uh, Joe, uh, Wedge is number thirty-seven. Oh, th- and you know who's one spot higher than him? Fucking, uh, I don't know, the some senator? IG-88. IG-88 <laughs> didn't do anything in the movie, though. He just stood there. He was in literally three shots. He's in uh, the uh, Shadows of the Empire game. He's a really hard boss battle. Princess Amidala's 42. That's I, how old she is? I'd Sorry. actually, I'd actually rank Amidala her higher than that. Django Fett's 43. Where's Jar Jar? Stop. Jar Jar's not on the list. No, I don't see Jar Jar. But he's popular. Shmi is uh, 47. Oh, because we all remember how much of an impactful character Shmi was. (laughs) Yeah, Captain (laughs) Hook. I I don't know. I never had sex and I have this kid. All right, George Lucas, whatever. 49 is uh, R5D4. Oh, is that the movie that blows up? Uh, No. That's the yeah, hang on. R5D4. I'm Googling R5D4. Um, Isn't... Yeah, uh, he's the red droid that blows up in episode four that Luke... Uh, oh, the, yeah, the one that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, guess what? In the ex- original expanded universe had force powers. <laughs> A robot with force powers? Yeah, he knew the importance R2-D2 was going to have in the protection of the galaxy, so he self-destructed. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's number three on this list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, moving on. Um, hey, before we move on, yes. I just got to know who's number fifty, Sean. Who's the bottom of the barrel? Watto. Jar Jar. Uh, is Watto's number fifty? Yeah, Watto's number fifty. Watto should be a little higher because he was entertaining, at least. All right. Yeah, no, no Jar Jar on list. the list. But um, anyway. Moving on, uh, Jason, uh, Twitter, Twitter Q&A. I think we have one question from a while ago. 
that we got back oh, when we were supposed right. to record. Um, uh, we're going to have to scroll all the way back. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, what is it? It is from a uh, friend of the show, Block Coffee. Who, by the way, I'd like to give a big shout out to this week. Thanks for being a great fan. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. Number one fan. Spread the like we, we always than that piece always, of shit smart ass reviews. We always appreciate you, Block Coffee. And if you ever wanted to come on as a guest, I'm sure we'd be we welcome you with open arms. Jobo wouldn't. He doesn't like you, but with the rest. No, of I I like her just fine. Smart ass reviews. I can't stand. I don't know what that guy's problem is, but you know, <laughs> we should get him on the show. No, that would be crazy. He probably lives like in another country. I, I don't want to do anything to do with him. I hate him. I, I want him to go away forever and stop bothering us. <laughs> anyway, uh, her question is, what's the best eu- euphemism for peeing? Oh, uh, draining the lizard. Oh. Um. Uh. Uh. That's you a guys hard peeing one. What you're thinking? Nah, I, yeah. what I'm trying to think. It's tough. I got a lot of euphemisms for a bowel movement. Yeah, that that would be the easy one. Yeah, that's, that's well, like you know, sprinkling the lawn or something. You guys don't say that. Oh, wow, Jason, good job. <laughs> yes, we all say that, Jason. Good, good job. You know, speaking of peeing, I have a question. Um, you know how like sometimes like you'll be at a urinal and some dude will come in and he'll like before he starts going in the urinal he'll he'll spit in the in the urinal. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I've seen that. It's yeah. disgusting. Why do people do that? Because they want to just... spit on the ground, but they're too conscientious. Sean, to do honest, that. To, honest to god, I've never seen that happen. Really? I've seen it. Yeah, That's me too. Gross. <laughs> or you hear it. You guys want to know something that happened to me today? Actually, if it's, really... if it involves. A man at the urinal than no. No, no. But it, I was in the bathroom when I overheard this. It was so weird. So I'm leaving work today, and I and I stop in the bathroom in the hotel lobby, and um, some guy in the stall way at the end of the bathroom is making a lot of bodily noises, as you can guess. And um, the guy dropping, next to me dropping some kids off at the pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> taking the brown. He's Super very, <laughs> he's very loud. But I'm I'm minding my own business, doing my own thing. And the guy behind me, um, washing his hands, says like, "Oh, it's just like we're in China, huh?" He's like talking to me, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, Excuse okay." Me? Sure. I'm whatever. like, oh, "Okay." And then I, I kind of like do like a nervous laugh. I'm like, hey, "Yeah." So I go over and wash my hands. He's still the guy's still there. The man making a lot of noise leaves, walks by us. Isn't a Chinese man? He's like a tall, uh, bearded guy. Looks like he's like Scandinavian. And the guy who made the comment, which it looks at me, he's like, oh, he wasn't Chinese at all. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God, right hand to God, that happened to me today. I wanted to tell you guys, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing? The, man, the man's making noises in the, in the, in the stall. He's, he's, you know, just like anybody else would. This weird man's washing his hands in the sink. He turns over to me. He's like, oh, it's just like China, huh? Sure. I've been to China. <laughs> you weirdo. What a weird Please man. Go away now, you strange. Anyway, thank you, Block Coffee, for bringing out <laughs> that great no, I story, my, Jason. I, I didn't say mine yet. No, I was just saying my bringing out that great story in Jason. But my, go ahead. My no. euphemism for peeing is uh, make it a... Uh? <laughs> 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 uh, I, don't, I, don't, I can't think of anything. I, usually... I say I'm going to take a pee and then go pee. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. a, it's the next level letter in the alphabet. 
you should uh, you should go and uh, one day randomly at work just go to the urinal and like pull your pants down all the way like a little kid does. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, you ever you remember like being in like fucking elementary school and then like the kids would just pull their fucking pants all the way to their yeah. ankles and stand there and you're like ah what are you doing? <laughs> you should try um, that. Oh man, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, block coffee. Could you tweet us and and see if that's the way you pee? <laughs> I doubt we'd, it. We'd like to know. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's go into uh, miscellaneous. What the fuck? Right in my ass. Did the intro play? go to the polls. How do you like that? How do you like? I figured because I'm returning, I have to make a big comeback. You know what I mean? Really, I gotta really dig in there with that shit. It sounded like you were having a stroke while you were doing that. <laughs> gotta really get in uh, there, you know. Gotta really make a big comeback for the fans. Uh, all, all the fans we have, like Block Coffee. Fans, gotta really, uh, speaking of fans, I'm really hoping that a few new people are listening today. Miscellaneous, by the way, playing words for our miscellaneous stories, just so people what? don't think potty humor. Really. I just thought that it was a miscellaneous all these well, years. Body humor. We just did a whole segment about peeing. <laughs> yeah, we're really, we're really just sickly disgusting people. <laughs> yeah, we are. Right. Anyway, what's our miscellaneous story, Sean? Evan, you want to take a guess what our first story is about? Burger King. Yes, Burger King. Burger King. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who might be new listeners, Sean has a very weird sexual attraction to Burger King. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't like to bring it up often because I do feel bad for him. I know he's seeking help and treatment, but Sean, uh, when he goes to bed at night, he uh, he thinks about Burger King. When he wakes up, he thinks about Burger King. Yeah. And he all he ever immersion. wants to talk about is Burger King. He has. A, he's doing why. immersion therapy. He goes to Burger King and at least it eats at least one Whopper a day. Yes, I hired so anyway, uh, I hired Jobo to be my therapist, but he keeps eating those damn chicken sandwiches. But they're oh, so yeah. good. <laughs> anyway, uh, Burger Kings in Russia have created a new sandwich called the Trump Burger. <laughs> oh Lord! It's just got a whole bunch of fucking cat hair on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Trump Burger, is, which is a variation of the angriest red rop- whopper. Um, Probably that that really hot one. Red orange ro- whopper. It's Got which it. uh, apparently is uh, just like the normal whopper, but with spicy sauce, onion rings, and jalapenos on it. So basically, in Russia, if, if you want to order the angriest red whopper, you have to order a Trump burger. That makes sense. Oh. Thank so it's you. It's like a really spicy burger. Yeah, pretty much. This I is a spicy burger. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. They named their uh, their shitty hothead burger after our shitty hothead president elect. So there you go. <laughs> Moving on. Good uh, going, Russia. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Russia. McDonald's in Italy are now selling the. It's called the uh, Sweetie Mitt Rom- Mit Romney Donalds. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's called the uh, Sweetie Con Nutella, which is the Nutella burger. 
Oh, boy. Oh, no, no, no. Sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. Uh, Sounds like indigestion. <laughs> the burger, uh, it's not even really even a burger. It's it's literally, it's, just, it's two sandwich buns with Nutella in the center. Um, so that's that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, cool. by the way, quick side note. Did you guys hear that the uh, creator of the Big Mac actually just passed away? Oh, Dude. John Big Mac? Oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. This is what he did. He, a uh, 98-year-old guy. I just disrespected his whole family. What was his name? Mac? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up, too. Uh, Michael James Del- Delgatti. He was 98. He was a hefty R.I.P. You made a hell of a sandwich. And it's still good today. Yeah. I love Big Macs. They're like poison. Just can't stop drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> You're drinking Big Macs? Help. I'm crying out for help. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not as good as the Nutella burger. Okay, um, so I swear I swear to fucking Christ that I just searched the word creator of the Big Mac, scrolled down about uh, 10 rows, and found a picture of Donald Trump. <laughs> oh no it's like i just want to point that out dude I, don't I, know I was i was telling you guys last night i was working on some uh rams footage and a couple of the players went to a, a kindergarten class a couple of weeks ago and the one kid goes up to the one player he's like did you know donald trump is the president <laughs> it's, it's like what? <laughs> well he's not actually he he will be you ignorant buffoon oh i was saying <laughs> Yeah, go up to the kid and call him an ignorant buffoon. An ignoramus. <laughs> I was saying to Sean, I'm like, wait, was that footage before or after the election? Could you imagine if it was before the election and some kid just said that? It's like a prophet. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone asks, like, oh, did you hear Billy said this? And you're like, who's Billy? Billy never existed. He <laughs> <laughs> was well, a prophet, just like the prophet Muhammad. No! <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, moving Where on. Where are we going with this segment now? <laughs> <laughs> We're in uncharted waters. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on. Um, Australia's Northern Territory recently had to pull a tourism advertisement uh, campaign after mistakenly using the slogan "See you in the NT." Oh, I, I heard about this. <laughs> if you can spell it out, "See you, NT." Yeah. See you in Tuesday. Got it. Got it. Said <laughs> Understood. He already said it. <laughs> yeah, I said it out loud. I said the word. Come after me. I don't care. What was that? So, was what'd you say? Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yeah. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> All right. The All right. Uh, the nor- the Northern Territory is best known for its never-ending wilderness and canyons and uh, waterfalls, but um... I thought you were gonna say never-ending story. <laughs> No, no, they're they're not known for that. But um, it's just an unfortunate slogan that uh, the Australian Northern Territory decided. I see what they were going for. Um, but yeah. Maybe just don't. I don't know. And like, it, I don't have the logo in front of me, but um, they're really close to each other too. So can you? Uh, what, what was it called again? I'm gonna look up the logo. D U N K. I typed that in too. <laughs> what was it? Sean? Just type in "cu" in the NT, C-U and it'll probably come up on there. The Do like an image T. search. That might help. Cu in. I found a bunch of cookies. 
<laughs> no, go to Pornhub and type that in. No, I, I swear <laughs> to fucking God, I typed in see you in the end. Oh, I put an extra you. Oh, God I said, damn see it. You in the end. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's bad. They had shirts made up and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. That's. Oh, and then there's a picture of Melania Trump. <laughs> I, I, I can't make this shit up. I can't make this up if I tried. Bullshit. Oh my god! I typed in creator of Big Mac and found Donald, and then I typed in see you in the NT and found Melania. They clearly know your search history. They must. The NSA. They're playing a sick joke. <laughs> oh, and here's Ted Cruz. What the hell? Why is Ted Cruz come up in this search? Oh, that's why. <laughs> All right. What's next, John? All right. Um, does anyone here, uh, before I go into this next story, does anyone here wear New Balance shoes? Oh, no. I know where you're going with this. Uh, no, I'm not a 65-year-old man who jogs. <laughs> That's mean. Or are what, you? You're New Balance, you loser. <laughs> uh, New Balance has come under fire after a neo-Nazi website claimed New Balance <laughs> to be the official <laughs> shoes of white people. Oh, Jesus hey, Christ. Hold on. Hold on. So that's like that's like me saying, yeah, Coca-Cola, that's for them white people only. And then all of a sudden, like, everyone's going to boycott Coca-Cola because I said it. Whatever. Well, that, that reminds me of that commercial they had, like, uh, for the, that Pepsi called, like, Pepsi. It was like Pepsi Men. And they advertise it as only for men and not for women. Pepsi oh, it was drink. Dr. Pepper 10. Oh, Just, that, it was Doctor Pep. My bad. Sorry, it was it was it was Doctor Pepper. Not Pepper. It was a really yeah. clever marketing campaign too. It just was outright sexist. Yeah, they got, they got <laughs> lambasted. Yeah. Well, all right, here's here's the thing. Does New Balance Sean actually have a statement that says this is the shoes for white no, people? No. No. Then what? The, then what? The actual fuck? Who cares? Uh, like, I'm sorry. Right, come on. Well, it's just if one if one neo Nazi told me Star Trek is just for neo Nazis then I'm going to stop watching Star Trek. Like that's bullshit. Well, it's, it wasn't just one neo-Nazi. It was, it was a group like, uh, I don't, I don't want to say what the, the name of it, the, of the, uh, the website is because I don't want to promote that, but good. Um, Thank you for doing that by the way, but <laughs> he, or the, the group, they, um, <clears throat> they praised the shoe company as being quote, the official brand of the Trump revolution. Why does Trump? Oh, wear, I don't understand. I don't understand. That's so random to me. Does Trump wear New Balance or <laughs> like, like I, I don't I don't get it. They're just kind of lame shoes. Like, why does why does I, what a PR nightmare for this poor fucking shoe company? I know. Yeah, they didn't even do anything. It's like, <laughs> well, actually, I think I think the CEO of New Balance supported Trump. But so did the guy who owns Yingling Beer, and I'm not going to stop drinking their beer. It's like Chick-fil-A and the gay marriage thing. I don't care who your company supports or what they believe in. It doesn't affect the product. As long as yeah, you put I out a tasty product. Fit, but I still like because, Chick-fil-A. Because you have – I disagree with your politics but like your food. But so long as you're not giving money to like killing people, like I, I yeah. don't see any reason why – like that, that was the thing. I think with Yingling Beer – the the owner that came out and was like, I support Trump, and everyone's like, boycott Yingling. Why? You like the beer? What is? What do you care? What the CEO of the company? What his political views are? Like that shouldn't affect how you buy the product. Still no damn more good than beer. No, it is 
no more than an act George Clooney's political affiliation should affect how you enjoy his movies. I don't know. Everyone's so fucking butthurt about partisan politics. And the fact that someone just said, oh, New Balance are only for Nazis is like, really? Really? And then you're, and then people are going to boycott New Balance? You're just maybe, ruining it for the rest of us. Maybe I'm missing yeah. something. And, and if, if I am, please comment or, or tweet at us and, and let me know why I'm ignorant in thinking this. But this just seems like such weird like uh sensationalism to me like calm down i feel weird i wear new balance and i have to walk outside and people look at me weird (laughs) it's it's almost like the alt-right tends to troll you know what i mean like this almost seems like a troll where it's like oh by the way new balance are for white people and if you're black and wear new balance you're an asshole you know like I, i don't know it's just weird it's just a very weird thing. Who cares yeah. what the the founder of New Balance thinks? And who cares what Nazis say about New Balance? Just wear whatever fucking shoes you want. Whatever. Well, New Balance, uh, they released a statement. They said, quote, uh, they do not. We are not, we are not the official shoes of white people. <laughs> they said we a do... bunch of white people got mad. And <laughs> <laughs> they said we do not tolerate uh, went on Tumblr and complained. <laughs> we do not tolerate uh, bigotry or hate in any form. And they said they have empo- they have employees of all races and religions working in their U.S. factories. They made sure to say U.S. factories too. Yeah. So, all right. And our final story for tonight. Uh, this is, that that just you know, man, that just riled me up. I just don't understand how people are so crazy. Well, Again, correct me welcome, if I'm wrong. Welcome Please, to 2016. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Tell me why I'm wrong. But I just I just don't see why one alt-right crazy neo-Nazi group claiming something so absurd should affect the stock prices or, or the way that people view shoes. That's just weird to me. I whatever. Especially when they don't have anything to do with it. And they're, exactly. They're and, and New Balance is like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you're just crazy Nazis. I don't I mean, know. Some weird. people see it as... You know, if you're supporting them, you believe the same thing, too. But that's not for everybody. Buy Yingling beer. Wear New Balance. Go to Chick-fil-A. I don't agree with any of those things that those CEOs or founders think or feel in politics. But I like Yingling. Uh, New Balance, I guess I'd buy. And uh, and I like Chick-fil-A. So fuck off. I just like, wish Chick-fil-A was open on Sundays because I always have my yeah, cravings then. pisses me off. I always have my cravings then. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's closed Sunday. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Let's go to Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's closed. I just wish Chick Fil A wasn't as popular because it's all you always have to wait so long to to actually get your food. Hey, whenever we go, Sean, it's it's it's. But they're always so nice. They're such nice. Why can't they be dead over there like Burger King always is? (laughs) (laughs) Because the food would suck like Burger King. (laughs) At least Burger King's a bunch of Hillary supporters. Oh, (laughs) hashtag boycott Burger King. (laughs) Just kidding, everybody. Jeez. Yeah, no, everyone's so butthurt about everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Prove me wrong, please. Fight me. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, and our last story for this week. I, 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 Joe's going to love this one. Um, me? Yes, you. <laughs> A 28-year-old South African man was rushed to the hospital after suffering from penile strangulation. After Why would I do this? <laughs> after squeezing <laughs> his, his wedding ring around his penis. Oh, my. Is this some kind of ritual? <laughs> I heard about this. Did you? Sean, did we already talk about this? No, no. No, Sean. I really don't want anything to do with you anymore. You know, <laughs> it's been really great knowing you. Uh, I valued our friendship. Joe, you uh, can relate but, to you know, this, correct? All good, 
all good things must come to an end, Sean, and uh, I'm afraid this is one of them. Well, if, if you're going to end your friendship with Sean, I think there's something you should know about smart-ass reviews, Joe. What? He Sean was a South been... African man. <laughs> yes, he's from South Africa. Uh, the, the man was using the wedding ring for, quote, erotic reasons. Um, I don't... He was washing Fifty Shades. <laughs> Uh, however, the ring uh, causes the organ to swell up and turn blue. Yeah, well, well no fucking shit. <laughs> um, the the doctors first tried cutting the ring off with a surgical saw, uh, but, uh, but but it became too risky. Uh, so instead, they tr- they tried puncturing the penis with a syringe and. <laughs> and needles to reduce the swelling oh my lord okay um so that was blah blah podcast <laughs> uh if you like us you can subscribe oh, on itunes hold on, no hold one's on, gonna hold subscribe on. after that um, there's more well i just wanted to complete by saying after the swelling went down they were they were able to su- successfully remove the ring and uh they they urged the man to to never try that again you know, what's really, learned you, know, his lesson. you know what's funny? Think of how thick a wedding ring is. He's got to not be a very well-endowed man if he can get a wedding ring all well, the way around. Well, here comes the picture. <laughs> the, no, oh, really? No, oh, yeah. This is the one picture you don't need to send. <laughs> Come on, send it, send it, send it, send it, send it, send it, send it. That's it. He must be tiny. <laughs> because Oh, hey, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger just came on. Seriously, though. About the, the the size of a wedding ring, and, and think about trying to get that around your own junk. And if you think, oh, I can do that, you probably have a small penis. I Sorry, was kidding. Joe. I'm not actually going to send the picture. I thought there was a picture, and then I called Joe's penis yeah. small, and there was a whole thing. Joe, can we be friends again? <sighs> Fine. At least you're not smart ass views because that guy <laughs> can go fuck himself, whoever he is. I feel like you guys are going to pin smart-ass reviews on me at some point, and I'm really not prepared. No, I'm, I, I, know, I know it's not you. I know it's not any of you guys. None of you guys would do this to me. So that was the last story, Sean? Yes, that is all we have for Miscellaneous this week. Thank God. All right. That was a great return episode, guys. Episode 90. Let's put a bow on it like usual. Uh, I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. That's J-A-Y-G-R-E-E-N 89. Email me if you want to be on the show jgreen89 at gmail or just tweet at me at any time you want send me direct messages those are open too and uh yeah sean anything you want to plug yes you can follow me on twitter at the underscore brack show um and jason i have an idea for what you can do with that bow you can put it on your (laughs) (laughs) put a bow on it for christmas (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's oh. funny. Joe, anything you want to plug? I'm good. Okay. Uh, I, I do want to send a warning to smartass reviews, though. Did did, did anyone get a, a helpful tip from Chris this week? <laughs> yes. So, um, never work the night shift. <laughs> yeah. But I, I just want to say to smartass reviews, you think you're safe right now. But, you know, Shrek's coming to get you. <laughs> the Shrekening. You know, Shrekening Joe, will be upon you. you know what the worst thing ever would be is if, uh, you know, you are about to fight smart-ass reviews and you have George on your side. And next thing you know, George rips his shirt off to re- reveal an NWO t-shirt. 
and then you find out George is actually working with smartass reviews. That would never happen. Uh, yeah. I'd be like I the big show. Happen. Before this gets too far down the rabbit hole, I'll plug my plugs. Here I'll we go. Here come all the plugs. Uh, do not follow me on Twitter. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, don't friend me on Facebook. I don't want to be your friend. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, though. I had Evan Moore 1105 on Instagram. Uh, also, just full disclaimer, uh, any of the political ramblings or Star Wars-related ramblings that I go on on the show, uh, I mean to never not offend anybody. Uh, I am always open to constructive discussion. If you would like to reach out to me, please tweet at us at BlahBlahPod1 on Twitter. I would be happy to talk about New Balance or the top 10 Star Wars movies or what you thought of Axar Ridge, why you hate Mel Gibson, or why I'm a complete hack and a fraud. So please... You're a hacksaw. Oh, I'm a hacksaw fraud. So please, seriously, I know I tend to go on rants, but if anybody has anything that they would like to say to me... Uh, in terms of politics or opinions, I'm always happy to discuss. I'd love to bring you on the show, and we can talk about it then. Unless you're well said, well abuse, said. in which case, stay far and that, away I, from I believe us I speak for. <laughs> I believe I speak for everyone when I say that too. You know, we 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 do sometimes. You know, go down the rabbit hole, and I understand the New Balance thing. On the surface, uh, the more I think about it, could you know be very offensive to some people. I'm I always try to think of things objective and lo- objectively and logically, and again. Any grievances you might have with us, our views on movies, entertainment, uh, Marvel, Amazing Spider-Man, I know that's show's favorite movie, Fantastic yep. Beasts, Star Wars, all the way to Donald Trump, please tweet at us. We would love to have constructive, open conversations about any of those subjects at any time. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, bring more people together on the show, and hopefully we can. Please. Just look at we me, ladies and gentlemen. Harsh I- and vulgar. But we're fun and loving and love. Just to talk. look at me. I, I have a grievance with at smartass reviews on Twitter, and I'm just I'm just you know airing it out. You know, I'm whoever just, he you know, may be, I, I he needs to he needs Sean to go, Smith. go dead. Why are you assuming he it's needs, a he? That's that's I, sexist. I, I just he needs he deserves. You don't know by, that by rash. You don't know that person's gender identity, so you shouldn't. So. Blo- yeah, come that's on. Fine. At smartass reviews deserves my wrath, and I will make sure. That his or her, preferably his or its, life they is is ruined by my my how they ruined my life. <laughs> Joe, never be a public speaker. And I'm <laughs> that, that, this is what that smartass abuse has done to me. This is what they've done to me. Look at what they've done to me. They they made me all flabbergasted. Oh, now and on like that note, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes. And good night.